All right, everybody, welcome to episode number 99 of the Intoxicated Sports Report. We are back, and Gage is back. I am back. Welcome back, my friend. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, we're doing things a little bit differently today. We're going remote, so we're not doing any video if for any of those uh, any of you watchers are, are wondering. but uh, Which which I am 100% okay with because I hate <laughs> looking at myself on video. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just kind of playing. Yeah. I, 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 wish, I wish I was there with you right now. I know. I wish you were here too. It does feel a little weird not being with you, but I'm glad that we could make this work. Yeah. Um, for people who don't know, I wasn't on here last week. Also give a huge shout out to Danny for helping me out and doing what I thought was a good job on such short notice. Yeah. No, I thought he did well as well. Yeah. yeah. It just, you know, he's kind of a natural and mm-hmm. I love, I love what he's on the show and I wish he was on the show more, but I get it. He's a man. He's doing his own thing. It's all good. <laughs> also shout out to Garrett for being on. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for being on when I'm not on. That's kind of cool. You know, I see right. how it is. I see how it is, Garrett. But you, know, you guys, think, had, you guys, you guys had good energy, good vibes. It was nice. Yeah, I think Garrett helped uh, help kind of fill fill a void too. I don't think Danny did it all by himself. I think Garrett uh, added some good flavor. You could definitely tell that Garrett has talked was talking a lot more than he usually does. I thought when yeah. Jeff shows. Yeah, he added some some good insight and, and good perspective. I, I yeah. thought. So for, yeah, you're you're at your house at Dover. Right. I'm over here on Johnston Street. Johnston Street, baby. You, yeah, you'll know about, you'll know about it soon. Stomping grounds. <laughs> <laughs> the old stomping grounds. Yes, sir. So how you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. Feeling better. I caught COVID. That was, yeah. it's, it's, it's been fun. It's been a nice ride. Got the Rona, huh? Yeah, that's why I wasn't able to be, oh, that's why I wasn't able on, on last week. Yeah. So that's we first found out in my, you know, I'll just say my camp got COVID, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> in, my, in my camp. Yeah. Found out that I was exposed to it for a, the whole day, pretty much on Monday when we were supposed to do our last podcast. Right. And I wanted to be safe. It's kind of how I've been with COVID. I try to be mindful of other people and all that. And I'm glad that I didn't come over, even though you said that you didn't really care. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I prefer to be precautionary too, but you know, it's it's one of those things where I feel like I've done my part as far as getting vaccinated and whatnot. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to freak out too much, but yeah. I'm glad and, that glad that you didn't at, at the end of the day. <laughs> and luckily, and luckily I was right. And I, mean, I didn't want to be right. Cause I got COVID, but right. Yeah. And I didn't, you know, expose anybody else. It was tough not being there, but it was also fun listening to you guys. Cause I don't listen to the podcast at all. Cause I don't want, you know, I don't want to hear myself. I don't really care. Yeah. I know. I, know, I, I, <laughs> I, know I know what I say. Cause I'm on the show. Exactly. I don't, I don't need to listen to it. either. <laughs> no. uh, that's why we have fans to do that. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, it's nice to be back on. I kind of like it this way. It's different. I'm in my room. I know. I'm drinking a little bit of vino that it's not great. It's kind of <laughs> sweet. Not my favorite. But I feel like going to 7-Eleven and why would I buy things when I have things at my house? Fair enough. Fair enough. I got to tell you, uh, I know this happened like a few weeks ago, but they're having another uh, another fiesta on the other side of the fence right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Music's bumping. There you go. I can't hear it, so it can't be that loud. <laughs> yeah. Turn up Tuesday, baby. <laughs> Turn up Tuesday. So you're drinking some wine. I got myself an old fashioned going right now, and um, uh, apparently it's a mega sized, yeah, a mega pint. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta tell you right now because there is this gentleman at uh, the hotel yesterday, and I swear to God he was Johnny Depp doppelganger, one thousand percent. He even talked just like Johnny Depp. It was hilarious. 
Do you, do you think it was actually JD or what? <laughs> that, would be, that would be awesome if it was, but no, it was not JD. <laughs> I'd be like, damn, bro, aren't you like in a trial or something right now? <laughs> right. He Don't even you... had like, he had like these, the, the hair was, it, it was, everything about him was just, it was Johnny Depp to a T. It was hilarious. It was, it was Captain Jack Sparrow. It was, it was Jack. Wow. It's, it was hilarious. But yeah. Okay. Shout out to our boy Johnny. He's going through yeah. it right now. Yep. Supporting the mustache, not only in support of the Giants, but in support of Johnny Depp as well. There you go. I gotta say, when I saw the notes last week before all this COVID stuff went down, mm-hmm. I looked at I looked at the your note the notes for this, and I was like, mustache. <laughs> I, I didn't really get it. I didn't know the Giants were all doing their whole mustache May thing. I kind of forgot they did it last year too, actually, and they were awesome in May last year. And then I think they went on like a, a losing streak to start June <laughs> because they shaved them all off. I gotta say, the one guy. And I've heard this on the radio too, and I agree with them. Is Lamont Wade looks the best by far with a mustache? Oh, he's got a killer one. Yeah, it's the most natural looking. Yaz kind of pulls it off. I kind of yeah. like how he. I kind of like how he's doing that Howie Mandel soul patch with it too. <laughs> right. Yeah, has a little little extra to it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, everybody. Um, not everybody else is doing. Like Crawford, he wouldn't do that to himself. No. He's, too, he's too pretty. Yeah, Slater's got a pretty bad one. Wade has a terrible one. I'm trying to think who else. But yeah. uh, I mean, Darren Ruff isn't doing it. No, I think Ruff's still keeping the beard. I mean, I would too. He started hitting home runs again. <laughs> I, know, right? I, pre- I appreciate your comment about how Darren Ruff is finally hitting bombs. Of Dude, course, it had to, had to be mentioned. Had to be mentioned. <laughs> of course, I wasn't there to talk about it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Here we are, though. Man, I also want to, you know, speaking of baseball a little bit, you are now officially the Cal Ripken of this show. <laughs> oh, because I <laughs> got the streak going. <laughs> you haven't missed. You haven't, you haven't missed one. Damn, you made it ninety-eight episodes, and then you finally missed one, <laughs> or ninety-seven. <laughs> I know, right? I, I thought. I thought for sure. I was like a hundred easy. I, mean, I went right? this far. I'm, I'm going to make three more. Right. <laughs> I'm also thankful this whole COVID thing didn't happen during the hundredth episode week because that would have been really lame. Oh yeah, I would have been a little bummed about that too. And I still don't know. You probably know better than I do about our plan for the hundredth episode. If it's still going to happen, hope yeah, so. I think it's still on board, and I'll uh, make sure our our comrades are are well well informed about what's going on. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. And also, I don't know if you said, but this is the Intoxicated Sports Report. It is, yeah. I think I, I I might have said episode ninety nine, and then forgot to uh, mention Intoxicated Sports. Uh, name me some great ninety nines right now. Aaron Judge. Okay. Dodgers Manny Ramirez. Ooh, that's uh, okay. <laughs> Although, fuck that guy, but still. <laughs> uh, you mean you're forgetting about the great one? Uh, yeah, Wayne Gretzky. Uh, Jay Jay Crowder is what I'm talking J- about. Jay Crowder, <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, uh, Aaron Donald, he's actually a great number ninety-nine. He is a very good ninety-nine. Uh, Alden Smith. Alden Smith. I mean, <laughs> he, he is on that trajectory. I'll give you that. <laughs> right. Uh, trying to think who else. Javon Kinlaw is he number ninety-nine on the Niners now? Oh man, that's that's your territory. Yeah. Any any good ninety nines on the Cowboys in the history? In the history, man, not that I can remember. Because even when Alden Smith was on the Cowboys, he wasn't ninety nine. He was yeah, like, he was like fifty something, wasn't he? Like yeah, so fifty eight or something like that. Yeah, something maybe like, yeah. something funky like that. No, I was kind of thinking about if there was any Cowboys who were number ninety nine that I can remember, but nothing <clears throat> really comes to mind. So yeah, yeah, those are those are mine. <laughs> I had three. I had I had Gretzky, Judge, and Jay Crowder as a joke. Yeah, that's so. that's. I mean, he's not a bad player. No, he's good. He's good for what he does. Yeah. Uh, so Gage, what do we got going on today, my friend? Oh man, we got a, we actually got 
a lot of stuff to a lot of stuff to talk about. Excuse me. Yeah. We have some MLB, some NHL, NBA, of course. I mean, I'm watching the game. I don't know about you. Yes, sir. Twenty to fifteen Celtics. A little bit of NFL news because this show just can't go without talking about it. Well, you know, the NFL, they just love to give us their drama. Can't get away from it. And, of course, the bell you guys all know, last call, which is with Emerson and not me. Hey, there it is. Can you hear it? (laughs) Yeah, I can hear it. Fuck yeah. (laughs) I got to say, it's a little weird doing this with headphones in. It is. It's not – doesn't feel quite normal. But I guess I have done a handful of fourth episodes with these in, so I'm getting a little bit used to it. Yeah, you're you're doubling down today. Doubling down today. Did fourth out earlier today. Um, and I actually talked about a good amount of the stuff that we're about to talk about in baseball, but, but let's just let's just jump into it. You ready? All right. Yeah, go for it. All right. All right. So uh, we had a no-hitter last week. Uh, Reed Detmers, uh, pitcher for the Angels, threw a no-hitter against the Rays. Mm-hmm. And then, ironically, in the same game, I don't know if – I think we, we talked about this before, but uh, Anthony Rendon, Dude. batting left-handed, who's normally a righty, right? Uh, went yard against uh, Ray's outfielder, Brett Phillips, who has become their designated uh, position player pitcher. <laughs> this, uh, this, this Rendon home run, I, I wanted to mention, but I think you guys did talk about it a little bit last week. Yeah. About this, him hitting the home run left, he reminds me of like every varsity baseball player who thinks they can hit switch. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you just, you just like, like, this isn't beer league softball. Like, you can't, I, uh... like, like, even Rendon would say if it wasn't a position player thrown to me or whatever. I, I wouldn't be able to hit left like that. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, if you watch his swing, it's not like the prettiest swing. He just happens to connect perfectly. In, in <laughs> it was amazing. I mean, it's honestly one of the best things I've seen in a long time in baseball. And it sounds ridiculous. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, it's just, you know, how many often do you see that? I think it was, it was definitely, in my opinion, more noteworthy than the no hitter itself. And, and, you know, don't get me wrong, switch, hits, switch hit home runs happen between guys who actually are switch hitters. Oh, right. Rendon, right. Rendon's not. Exactly. That's so. In his career, batting left-handed, he's one for one with a home run, and, and you know he's obviously not even close to that right-handed. He's gay. <laughs> hey, retire the left hand now. Exactly. Retire it now. <laughs> Never again. Never again. You can't. You can't. It would be a huge mistake if he went up there and tried to do it again. If he was in that same position, he can't. Yeah. If he were smart, he's going. You know what? It was a it was a one in a million shot. <laughs> exactly. Not not even touching it again. Right. Right. <laughs> Um, also on Sunday, another weird thing that happened to baseball, the pirates beat the reds one, nothing without recording a hit. So another no hitter, but they won the game. Uh, they scored on a fielder's choice after the bases were loaded with three walks. Uh, just both these teams are just meant for a situation like this. I feel like <laughs> the pirates, can they catch a break? <laughs> well, I mean, they got the W. Oh, are they, oh yeah. They, yeah. Still, it's just like. Weird things happen in the Pirates, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, that play. Remember that play with Baez last year, where he uh, oh. got caught in the rundown and first to first base. Like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> I guess what I, what I should have said is, can anything go right for the Reds right now? <laughs> Honestly, yeah, the Reds are having a, a real tough time. Yeah. Hey, they're going over fifty though. They're doing it for Pete, like I said. <laughs> I was talking about the Reds today because I I had picked them to go under, and I was doing a little recap of that. Um, and they're on pace for forty two wins right now. Eek. Eek. I mean, these guys are professionals. They got to sit down in the locker room and tell themselves, we got to do this. Right. We got to right. go at least over 50. I got to think the pride of a guy like Joey Votto would, would kind of rally that clubhouse at some point and be like, we can't be the worst team ever. Yeah. You know? Because even if they win just 50 on the nose, they're That's probably still, still going to be able to get the first pick, right? 
Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like so, 50, 50 is an awful season. <laughs> so you might as well just go for fifty, and you get the first pick. It sounds like a win-win. Yeah. You might as well silver. Hey, silver linings in this kind of situation. <laughs> <Silver linings. laughs> right, right. You have to. Yeah, I mean, it, it. They're gonna be at least one of the two or three worst teams. No, no question about it. But yeah, I'm with you. Get that first pick. Um, Albert Pujols. Do you see he pitched against the Giants the other day? I didn't see this actually. I just, I just read this and I was like, oh, okay. It's kind of funny. Uh, first it's, time he, I believe it's the first time he's pitching a game. Gave up a couple, a couple home runs, which was ironic. I did see yeah. the kind of like a video or a picture of a bunch of Giants players kind of standing up in the dugout, looking at what Albert Pujols was doing. I think it might have been this. That, yeah, that, probably. That, that makes yeah. sense. There was also a moment where uh, Longoria had a base hit off of him, and he mm-hmm. wanted he wanted them to save the ball for him. <laughs> did they? <laughs> they did. Yeah. <laughs> But that was kind of funny. That's cool. You gotta love that. Yeah, right. I mean, if if I got a uh, a hit off of my idol who wasn't a pitcher, I think that would be pretty hilarious. Oh yeah, and one of the greats ever who's not a right. pitcher. Exactly. Also, uh, former Albert Pujols teammate Shohei Otani reached uh, 100 career home runs over the weekend. I'm glad you mentioned this because how long has this guy been in the league for? You know, he's actually been in the league longer than you would think. I want to say this is his fifth season now. Oh, because he had a couple like Tommy John seasons. Right, huh? right. Um, oh, gonna... I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, Does he is twenty seven or eight now? I'm gonna do a little research for you. Just no, you're, make sure you're, I get this right. No, you're you're totally right. Yeah. Because it just seems like he's been the lead. The MVP season last year just kind of yeah, like, fo- you know, fogged everything else up. Right. And you kind of forget about what he was beforehand, which was kind of an unreliable player and got hurt. Yeah, so like his first two seasons, he played just over 100 games each, so not mm-hmm. not quite a full season there. And then in the COVID shortened season, he was pretty awful at the plate and didn't. Yeah. I don't think he pitched at all that year either. So it's been kind of a weird weird start to his career. But obviously, last year he was amazing. And I was going to say 100 home runs already in his career. Like, what did he do? Have two seasons with 50? You know? Yeah, I mean? right. <laughs> it kind of it felt like that's how he would have gotten there if you weren't really paying attention to the to the beginning of his career, but. Yeah, I'm with you. I like it. when I saw that he'd reached 100. I was like, damn, already? I just didn't seem like he was there yet. Exactly. So shout out to Shohei. I hope he gets. Yeah. I mean, I hope, I hope he doesn't surpass Bonds. He ain't gonna do that. No, I, I, I mean he's already 27 and only has 100. So it's not like he's. You know. He's kind of sniffing around. If he stays healthy, what like a 300, 400 range maybe. Yeah, Three. and I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he he didn't reach 400. Which, you know, not that wouldn't be a knock by any means, but. We'll say yeah. I'll, I'll give him 350. How about that? Right. And it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how his career goes too. Like, is he going to give up on pitching at some point or is that going to be what he, you know, latches onto and does more with, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to say at this point, but. I would just, I would try to do both as long as he can. I'm sure the angels feel the same way, especially yeah. the way he's playing. Yeah. I, I know he, he wants to probably do that. It's just, it, it almost doesn't seem totally realistic to, to be able to do that, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah. You see these Miami Heat tying this game up, 23-23? Yeah. Rallying back. Ooh, all right. I mean, I, I know we're going to talk about it in a little bit, but they should win this game given the injury situations. I thought the same thing. I kind of wanted to change my my pick. Ooh, ooh. But it's already written down, set in stone. <laughs> it's, in, it's on wax? It's on paperback. <laughs> paperback. Okay, Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay we're not gonna get into that right now uh I'll let, I'll let you, something, yeah something i wanted to mention dusty baker won his 
2000th game as a manager sometime yeah. last week or probably a week and a half ago. Yeah. And I think he's the first black manager to do that. Uh, I believe you're right. I think he's the 12th or maybe 13th manager to ever do it. And I have to imagine every manager who's done it before him has made it to the Hall of Fame. So he's probably so. he's probably on track to – what you say? I said I, I believe so, yeah. 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 I thought you said I didn't think so. I was like, what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, he, he, he's going to the Hall of Fame, right? Yeah, I, I, I would mean, hope so. You're the baseball guy. But, I mean, 2,000 wins as a manager is not easy to do, like we just said. Right. I mean, if you're top 15 in something, like, i got to think you're a Hall of Fame manager i know he's still going after that ring it's gonna be a good season for the astros so hopefully it happens for him this year i know people don't like the astros but i like dusty yeah me too i mean dusty is a was an amazing manager for the giants and yeah he, he took his his heat for for some decisions that were you know didn't work out anyways um but you know he he did a lot of great things as, as a giants manager so i root for dusty for sure and that's why i wanted to mention this because i obviously have a soft spot for dusty baker because of what he did for the giants yeah you know, I mean, I'll, never for, I'll never forget 2002 and the heartbreak, right? But it was still awesome. You know what I mean? I mean, for for us, he was like he was the manager when we were kids. Like he was the guy. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's who we who we grew up with as you know the the head honcho. So all those games I went to early Pac Bell Park days, Dusty right. Baker was the manager of. Yep, Pac Bell Park, baby, love that place. That has man, that's the best name of that park right i mean at and stuck because they won the championships that year right. those years i love pac bell yeah at and was good but pac bell pac bell will never not be associated with that park exactly yeah like, like sbc you forget about yeah never gonna call it sbc park i think it's only been named four things hasn't it hasn't been pac bell yeah oracle is number four sbc att yeah sbc i mean i remember me kind of you know it's I think it was only that for like two or three years at most. It's like it's like when the when the Niners changed Monster Park. Like to Monster Park. Yeah, <laughs> what a joke! <laughs> Wait, like that probably had to have been a thing for maybe two years, right? I want to say it might have only been that for one year. And then somebody, and so, somebody had some goddamn sense and was like, "We can't call this historical park, or, right. you know, stadium, yeah. a park. It's called park. Yeah. Can't call this park Monster Park." I don't even think <laughs> what was Monster. It wasn't even like the it wasn't the energy drink. I was like a data, like was like a database, maybe. I don't like know. A, or like a, it was like a, like a web, like a browser, or like a some internet thing. I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't know either. It's. Yeah. I just remember that, and it was funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also like to remember that, but. <laughs> I like how we got to that as well. <laughs> I was just gonna, I was just gonna say, look at us going from Dusty Baker to monster park <laughs> right <laughs> you ready to move on to uh, some hockey those are the kind of things that you and danny can't do i'm sorry yeah we, <laughs> we didn't we didn't ramble like we do which is why that last episode was only 40 minutes <laughs> well i saw i was like okay 40 minutes and they really you know they really got down to brass tacks yeah that's what honestly, we do it worked out perfectly because we got done literally like two minutes before the warriors game tipped off yeah and i knew that was obviously a main priority of you guys yeah no doubt Hockey time? Yes. On to the NHL. You start off. All right. So the Lightning and Panthers are playing game one right now. I was uh, watching I was watching a little bit of that. Lightning are up two to one now. It is middle of the third period. Oh, gee. Hey, sh- hey shout out to Lightning. I know. <clears throat> Dude, they know, are hard to uh, beat. Yeah. Elise, she's you know, from Canada. I think she claims the Maple Leafs. 
Yep. So she, uh, she's not happy and we're going to talk about that (laughs) here in a minute. First, though, I want to start with a little Bay Area news. Mr. Shark, Patrick Marlowe has officially announced his retirement. Um, Patty. Patty. He's the man. Uh, He didn't, he actually didn't play any games this year. Um, Did not get picked up. I think he was, he was hoping to get signed by somebody, but did not happen. Um, But man, what a, what a nice career he had. Second overall pick back in 1997. Behind Sharks legend Joe Thornton. Look at that! Um, look at look at that draft. I know, isn't that, that crazy that class. they played together for so many years? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the Sharks all... and, the, and the Sharks didn't win a championship. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was the uh, or he is currently the all-time uh, leader in games played with seventeen hundred and seventy-nine. Is anybody close? Uh, well, the uh, well Thornton actually is close, but I mean he would have to play next year, which doesn't look likely at this point. Got it. So I would say in the next few weeks or months, we will we'll be probably talking about Joe Thorne's retirement. Gotcha. Um, he's also one of four players who play in 900 consecutive games, which is pretty amazing. Um, 566 career goals, 23rd all-time in the NHL, and also a two-time Olympic gold medalist with Canada. Yeah. Farewell, Mr. Marlowe. Favorite Patrick Marlowe moment? Ooh. I mean, you would have you'd have more than me. Well, yeah, I would say his his overtime goal to I want to say it was to win the series against Detroit about ten years ago or so was pretty awesome. Um, I'll say I'll say mine was him just getting to the cup in twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, he didn't win, but still, somebody you know, somebody to that magnitude. Him, him, and Thornton. Those are the only one they've been to, right? Right, right. I mean, just gotta go. I mean, I'm 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 a big believer in when you gotta go. When you go, you should win. Right. Yeah. It's tough when you when you don't win it, but but somebody's gotta lose. Also. Yeah. On the yeah. on the other end of that, so it's nice that they even got a little bit of a taste of what that could have been. Yeah. No doubt. Or at least or at least make it to the pinnacle of your sport. Yeah. Um. I, another thing. Do Do you remember when we went to uh, uh, the Joe Pavelski game? Right. Of course. And I I believe. Uh, Marlo, I want to say, became the Sharks' all-time points leader that day. Okay. Something like that. And you, do you remember that. doing the Patty chant when he was getting interviewed? Um, we, like, we started it. I don't know if you remember we? that. Yeah, I don't remember that, that, no. was, that, was, that was another Patrick Marlo moment that I, I cherished. Anyways. I, just rem- I just remember – us getting the guy talking to us who worked for the Sharks and really getting on the big screen and stuff. John Root. <laughs> <laughs> Is that his name? Yeah. There you go. I wonder if he still works for the Sharks. <laughs> you would know the, the name of the guy who works for the Sharks <laughs> in the stands. Well, I've seen him do like, – he does like some programs, like pregame programs for the Sharks too. I've, I've tripped right. over those before. I'm just giving you shit. That's why I love you. <laughs> love you too, man. <laughs> Uh, other well, this isn't Sharks news, but the Knights did fire head coach Peter DeBoer, who was former Sharks coach. Um, bye, after, yeah, <laughs> peace after their first time missing the playoffs. Just love rubbing that in. <laughs> Although, I'll, I'll be honest, I would bring back Peter DeBoer to the Sharks <laughs> if, okay. if you could. <laughs> it's not gonna happen, but I like the shit talking, and then you like come back, <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't really understand why they fired him in the first place, but you know, it's not my business. No, it's 
it's the sharks business <laughs> exactly that's why hey, hey, you don't get paid by the sharks you don't gotta do anything for it right though, exactly exactly oh man it's good, to be, right. back. It's good. It's good to be back on here it's good i know it feels nice i'm glad i'm glad we're doing this man if, if i would have known about this we could have done this last week i know i well yeah it was kind of like I don't want to say that last week was forced, but I was just like feeling like I, we really needed to do something mm-hmm. uh, just because of the preparation that I'd done. But, and, but yeah. and you almost didn't want to do it this week. Yeah, I, I had considered it. And then I remembered that, or I, I looked into to doing it this way and I was like, maybe we should just give it a shot and see what happens. And uh, yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm like, likewise, I'm glad that we're doing this. It's going well. I think it's going well. Yeah, I'm certainly, so feel, I'm certainly feeling buzzed by myself. That's a good thing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, let's uh, start talking about NHL playoffs. So we had some big, five big Game 7s over the weekend. Uh, in the five. First round. Five. Count them. Count them. <laughs> exactly. I mean, think about that, too. Is So we had five out of the eight series go to Game 7. Two of them went to Game 6. That's, I mean, h- how could you argue that the NHL doesn't have the best league in, in all of sports? I don't think – I mean, it's – I think you're totally right. It just sucks that a lot of people don't watch hockey. And, you know, I'll, I'll admit I'm not one of those people that loves hockey enough to watch really other games. Right. But, I mean, in the playoffs, I would be more inclined to watch more game sixes, game sevens, or even games one through five, you know what I mean? Right. I think the, the tough thing that the NHL, I guess, struggles with is that it's not a super nationally – you know, broadcasted sport, I guess, mm-hmm. if, if you want to put it that way. And who knows, um, maybe, and who knows, maybe game sevens for Canadians, just because, you know, it's their sport. Maybe they go crazy for it. Oh, I'm sure they do. I, I, I even if the team from Canada is not in it, I'm sure they're, they're invested. Because know. I know if there were five game sevens for the, the NBA, Twitter not only would pop off, like oh, go, go crazy. Yeah. I mean, we would go nuts too. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, if, I, I mean if, there, if there was five game sevens this last week and I'd have COVID, I'd probably be parked in your couch for a while. <laughs> exactly. or, or, I'd be, or I'd be at the Marriott bar drinking some martinis. Exactly. Dry, dry martinis, $5, <laughs> one for each game. <laughs> uh, no, I'm with you, man. I, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I do, I, I want to reiterate that I'm, I'm happy that the NHL has, has moved over to ESPN from NBC because. I think uh, – well, and TNT as well, but um, I think that's a better way to Promote. capture an audience, you know. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you want to join the wide, the worldwide leader? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. A worldwide leader of sports. I, I feel like being on NBC Sports, they were a little bit hidden from, from mainstream sports fans, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so we had five Game 7s. The Hurricanes uh, beat the Bruins 3-2. Lightning beat the Maple Leafs two to one. Oilers two nothing over the Kings. And then on Sunday we had two games go to overtime. The Rangers won four three over the Penguins, and the Flames three to two over the Stars. So all really, really damn good games. Talk about a, talk about a decent weekend for Dallas sports fans. Huh? I know, right? <laughs> Too bad the Cowboys can't follow suit. Those oh man, don't even get yeah. me started. <laughs> but uh, sad for our boy Pavelski. I know, I know. But it would be nice to. Yeah, I, I was kind of rooting. I wouldn't normally roof the stars, but obviously Joe's there, so it it, it uh, creates some kind of intrigue. And then I'm I'm also rooting for Florida just because of Joe Thornton as well. Did but, I pick Calgary to win the whole thing? I want to say you picked Calgary to beat Tampa Bay. Okay, yeah. Does that yeah. sound right? Yes, yeah. I think it does. So you're looking pretty good there. Sweet. Um, and who did you have? 
I had the, the Panthers beating the Avalanche. And let's well, at least on my side, I'll, you know, let's get it straight. I didn't have those two going all the way from the beginning. I didn't miss once the playoffs started. Right, right, right. Because I had the, I had the Knights going all the way, and they <laughs> didn't even make the playoffs. Didn't make the playoffs. That's so not a had, lot. But, but your team that you picked is still in it. Yeah, uh, okay. I, you know, I picked the Panthers from the start, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Psh, look at you. That's yeah. why you're the you're the product. You're the prodigy, the prodigal <laughs> child. This sounds a lot like your uh, NBA predictions from the beginning of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, thanks. <laughs> Just had to push that button. <laughs> Want to play some goddamn games? <laughs> it could have happened. Hey, hey yeah. Whatever. I was actually looking back at uh, uh, my my predictions for the NBA this last year. Or for this year, God, uh-huh. I swear to God, I just had it. I I did it the other day too. I actually went back and listened to some of that that episode. Who did I pick? Oh, I picked. I had yeah, here, listen. My my conference finals doesn't sound that far fetched. Bucks Nets. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not bad. I had Nuggets Lakers. Ouch. Yeah. When I heard you say Nuggets, I was like, eh. Did he forget that Michael Porter Jr. and and uh, Jamal Murray are playing? <laughs> I, th- I think that was the case. Yeah. But <clears throat> you're but better. Otherwise, at, I would like that. You're, you're better at takes than I am. This is not. This is nothing new. <laughs> nothing new. I'll, I'm the I'll fun. I'm the, I'm the funny one on this show. We know that. Fair enough. Yeah, I will. I will absolutely give that to you. <laughs> Damn sure ain't you. <laughs> God, I'm hilarious. Come on, Gage. You have you have your moments. <laughs> um, back to hockey though. Uh, we had some great matchups to look forward to. Obviously, we already mentioned the Panthers and Lightning. They are in the third period right now um, of Game One. Panthers best record in the league this year. Lightning two-time defending champion. So that's an amazing first-round matchup. Yeah. Um, we also have. In the East, the Hurricanes, who are the number two seed, they put up an amazing season of 116 points, and they will be playing the Rangers. I believe that series starts tomorrow. Nice. And then over in the West, we got the top seeded Avalanche playing the 2019 champions, St. Louis Blues, which I think Colorado's got to be on upset alert right there because St. Louis is damn good. They're playing well. Jordan Biddington is back in his rhythm in goal. You remember St. how the Louis. Blues made us feel. <laughs> Yeah, St. Louis, shout out to Nelly. Nelly. <laughs> and uh, John Hot Hamm. shit. <laughs> Hot shit. <laughs> also, we have the Flames, second seed in the West, playing the Oilers, who have not been to a conference finals in, since 2006. But you know Connor McDavid is itching to get to the next round of the playoffs. He's due. He's, he's kind of he's like got some Mike Trout vibes going on right now. What, what are you giving for that? Yeah, but Mike Trout doesn't even make it to the playoffs, so I don't want to hear all that. <laughs> Maybe this, this is true. Year, this is true. The, the Angels are playing nice, though. The Angels are playing nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I would never normally root for the Angels, kind of like I said about the Stars, but I really would love to see Mike Trout in the playoffs again. Yeah, 2002 is still uh, cuts deep for me. <laughs> I know. I was bitter about that for a long time. Kind of over it now. Giants got three rings, and you never forget. <laughs> like you're telling me if a, you're telling me if the Niners won the Super Bowl next year, you'd just forget about the Chiefs and Ravens. No. Well, I mean, can I be that mad about those when? Yeah. It was the Niners that lost the game, and not like there's no bullshit involved. You could be mad. I'd be, I mean, I'd be I'd be pissed. Well, well, it's I don't have like animosity towards those teams. I, I'm of course upset that they lost, but I don't I don't feel like 
Oh, so you don't yeah. you don't like you don't hate the Ravens? No, I don't feel or, like those teams owe me anything, you know. <laughs> or you don't hate the Chiefs? Exactly. But you but you hated the Angels for a while. I did, and I've matured. I think. <laughs> why don't you hate, Why don't you hate Dusty Baker for bringing that relief pitcher when he shouldn't? Have? Or starting Levon Hernandez? Or yeah, maybe, maybe, that's what, maybe, maybe that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Probably, yeah. yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah, running up with Dusty on that one. I'm sure he'd agree with you. Yep. In hindsight. Yeah, it's 2020. It's, it's always 2020. <laughs> Gage, I'm going to let you take over for NBA. I'm done All talking. Right. The NBA. <laughs> Miami Heat are playing right now, like we said. They wrapped up their series with the Sixers last week with a 99-90 to win in Philly. James Harden, your boy, went 0 for 2 for the field in the second half. I'm going to say Seven. that one more time. I'm going to say it one more time. He went 0 for 2 for the field in the second half. Zero free throws, too. What's up with that guy? Who is What's this up? guy? Stuff with that guy. Put him on the back of milk carton. I haven't seen him. He's missing. Where'd Eek. he go? Eek. Yeah, that was but, ugly. Yeah, but Jimmy Butler, 51% from the field in the series, 27 points per game. He was, he was the man. He's playing nice. I don't, know, I don't know what his stats are right now, but his team is down by nine. Yeah, Celtics kind of went on a little run. Down but, by 11 now. You know, six more games to play, possibly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't, can't overreact. Can't overreact. One question before we move on from this 76ers stuff. James Harden is likely to get a max contract or to at least command one for the next summer. And do you think he's worth that? Uh, based, uh, off his, based off his current level of production. You know what uh, I mean? Man, I, I, I mean, I know that there's not that many guys that actually deserve one. And he would probably be in the conversation of the guys that do. But I just... The, the decline over the last few years is is looking pretty steep, and and you know he's he's clearly not as aggressive, you know, offensively as he used to be. I just I don't see why it would be worth it for the Sixers to do this. Obviously, in hindsight, you know, Jimmy Butler would be the more ideal to have, more ideal guy to have than him. But yeah, I, I just I don't see how it makes sense. I can I debate that this guy just needs a year. On one team, could could him being on the the Nets and the Sixers the same year kind oh, of yeah. mess with mess with the psyche a little bit? Yeah, I, I do agree that that you know if you if you put him and Embiid together for a full season, they gain a little more chemistry that could help. But I just I don't see him. I, I feel like he's going to continue to decline at this point. I think he's going to be thirty three next season. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of like right when you know your prime is is over for the most part. So I don't know. I just I, I don't I don't see him being really worth it. It seems. Like, I mean, I'm sure the Lakers will give him one because they're giving anybody max contracts. <laughs> <you're> right. <laughs> I think the other thing too is like from the Sixers standpoint, who are you going to get better yeah. than than him? But it's a, it's just a lot of money to give away to a guy that's already played his best years of basketball. And where is he going to want to go? It's better, or you know, where is better? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could, I could potentially see it being a Westbrook situation where it's like, does anybody really want this guy? You know, like, is he just going to go to a team that pays him the most money? I'm saying the Sixers do pay him. Uh, they probably will because they because Daryl Morey is the he loves them GM. Yeah, but I just uh, I would I would be hard pressed to to back that. You know. Also, your Warriors, I got to give it to you, Emerson. Your, your Warriors are eight games away from winning I'm pumping fists right now. I know you can't see it, but I'm I pumping can't. fists. 
Are you decked out? Any Warriors gear on right now? No, but I'm wearing my Warriors colored ISR shirt. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> you can't I be saying to. that. You can't I be saying to. that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they took care of the Grizzlies at home on Friday with a 110-96 win. It was beautiful. And, you know, I could have wrote this because this is just how the Warriors are. Game, <laughs> game six, Clay came back, 30 points, 8 for 14 behind the arm. The Warriors out-rebounded. Get ready for this. I know you know this. They out-rebounded the Grizzlies 70-44. to 44. Ridiculous. And 70. Kevon Looney had 22 of those doing his best Giannis Antetokounmpo impersonation. <laughs> so I, I had to go look at what was like a pretty normal number for rebounds to, to you know, grasp what, what 70 really meant. They went, the team, I mean, they, they went 40. 70, 40, yeah. Yeah, 40 for one team in a game is, is about average, 40 to 45. And they had 70. <laughs> you're, telling Ridiculous. Me, you're telling me Kevon Looney had half of the Grizzlies rebounds himself. <laughs> exactly. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And shout out to Kevon for, I mean, dude has been, you know, kind of benched at times. Not not benched, but, you know, kind of pushed aside mm-hmm. in, in, in big moments. And he came up huge in that game. And I made a joke saying that Steve Kerr was, you know, saying his things behind the scenes because he has co- or had COVID and he wasn't able to be there for the last couple of games for the Warriors. Yeah. But I guess Mike Brown post game was saying that it was a call by Draymond and Steph. Yeah, I did hear that. Um which, uh, you know, hey, good call by them. Yeah. I got got to love when a coach, my new coach, got to say it, kind of excited, <laughs> kind of excited. Got to love when a coach listens to his players. I don't know if I'd listen to the Kings players necessarily, <laughs> but you got two guys who are Hall of Fame worthy who are saying, hey, you got to start this guy. You know, yeah. we can be on the boards by Aquaman, Stephen Adams over here. <laughs> we, got, we, got, we, we, need, we, need some, we need something different. <laughs> and Did I? Uh, what? Go, go ahead. And John Morant didn't play in these last couple games, as people know. Yeah. And I don't really think personally it would have made a difference if Ja didn't get hurt. I still think the Warriors would have probably won the series in six or seven anyways. Maybe seven. I'd probably give the Grizzlies seven because Ja did play really good when he did play. Yeah. I I think if you think about it realistically, I mean, the the Warriors were up 2-1 after he got hurt because that game was over when he got hurt in game three, right? Yeah. Um, and really it was just, they, they didn't get necessarily worse without him. It was just a different look. I mean, obviously they, they blew the Warriors out in one of those games without him. That 50 point loss. I was like, yeah. are you serious right now? Um, but I just, I think, I think they got a lot tougher defensively without him. Um, because that's not really Jaws thing. He's, he's more of a, you know, offensive force than anything. So, yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't think it would have changed the outcome. Yeah, maybe they could have pushed it to the seventh game, which, you know, anything can happen, I guess, in a game seven. But I don't – I have a hard time saying that Memphis definitely would have won or, or would have won had he been there for the whole series. I'm also going to give Memphis their quote-unquote flowers like the kids say these days because without John Moran, they played really well. Yeah. I mean, even the whole series, I got to tip my cap to Memphis because – they are going to be a force for one in the future, and they play their asses off in that series. And Dylan Brooks needs to just stop talking so much shit. And shoot better. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's funny is I was talking shit about him shooting that last game that they played, and he actually shot pretty well from three. Yeah. But it, it reminded me – God, I, I want to tell you this, but I, I'm glad I'm t- telling you it now. 
hit them letting him shoot threes like the way he was and missing mm-hmm. him mostly reminded me of I don't remember which year, but it was a playoff series against the Hawks, I think, when the uh-huh. Warriors were playing. And who was their lefty? Something Smith, Josh Smith, I think. Oh yeah. I remember I remember watching that series and I was getting so pissed off. Oh, when he was playing for the Rockets or maybe the Clippers. Or, or maybe the Rock Rockets or Clippers, yeah. I mean yeah. I think the Hawks because he played for him. He did play for the Hawks, yeah. I I think it was the Rockets because they would just let him shoot and he'd keep missing. I'd be like, yeah. I was like yelling at my TV screen, stop shooting the basketball. You know, <laughs> he could go for like two for 11 for the, from the three-point line. <laughs> that kind of shit only works for J.R. Smith. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I just, that's kind of reminded me of like, it just, he, they kept yeah. letting him shoot it and he kept for the most part missing. Yeah. I like, yeah. I, I like confidence in my sport and the sports players. Don't get me wrong. Right. But know when to stop shooting the basketball. Right. You got other players a good team who could shoot the basketball besides you. I think it was it was a tough situation too, knowing that they didn't have their best player on offense and they're you know guys tend to force things when they're put you know in a different role. You know and I, and I guess you could debate I guess you could debate he is their maybe number two. Yeah him and Bain are probably two A and two B. Yeah. Because Steven Adams he's he's good at what he does but I wouldn't, I wouldn't put him in that no I would not ask three. him to, yeah I would not ask him to score by any means. Jaron Jackson's a good player, too. He had a tough time in that series overall, though. At least, I mean, he, he was making some threes here and there, but I think he shot less than 40% from the field for the series. So there were two Game 7s on Sunday. Ooh-wee. And they, and they sucked. sucked. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth. They weren't good. Yeah. Celtics beat the Bucks 109-81. to A couple stats. You know me, stat guy. <laughs> Three-point field goals made in the series. Boston, 110. Milwaukee, 57. Jeez. Yeah, that's uh, wild. Wild. Yeah. I, I brought this up because uh, – so, and the other stat is that Boston averaged 13 threes per game in their four wins. It was – I think it was pretty well documented in some of the broadcasts that Milwaukee and, you know, Coach Budenholzer was very willing to let the other teams that they played in the playoffs, you know, Boston obviously included, mm-hmm. shoot threes. And, it, and Boston was hitting them. Oh, my goodness. And it backfired like a motherfucker. I mean, yeah, like I said, 18 threes made per game in their four wins. Like, you, you're getting you – gotta, you got to step out on a couple of those <laughs> if, they're, if they're hitting. I'm sorry. I know, yeah. I know after, like, after penetration the, after, is after key. The first, after the first, like, five go down, start going out to the three-point line like right. that. Like, what, yeah. Come on. I mean, it, I, I know there's strategy, but if you continue to get burned by it, you got to try something different. Like, that's just lazy coaching, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And to me, Chris Middleton being out was a difference for this in the series for the, for the Bucks. I agree with that as well. I mean, it went, it went, it went, it went seven without him. Right. And yeah. you got to think he's worth – I mean, can, you could say he's worth a game, right? Yeah. I mean, and, and you're looking at the difference of 53 more made threes by Boston, and Middleton is their best – Three-point shooter for Milwaukee, mm-hmm. so, and they're and they're clear number two, right? And he's a, you know a huge factor for them in fourth quarters, you know, because Giannis he has his struggles at the free throw line for one, and he's not exactly a guy that creates his own shot. He's kind of you know in the half court he's more of a screener for the most part. He's kind he's of, gotten better at one on one, but he's more he, of a screener. He's kind of like a, kind of like a Clay Thompson type. Can I say that? Is that fair? Uh, Middleton. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely fair. I, honestly, I think he's actually. A little bit better off the bounce than than Clay is, but yes, wow. not a bad comp. Wow. 
They're different say, players, though. Would you, would you say that pre-injury, Clay? Um, no, I think Clay is is for the most part has been a you know catch and shoot or one dribble and shoot kind of guy. Middleton can handle the ball and yeah. step back nice better. I think, yeah. The other game seven that didn't, was not good on Sunday was the Mavs beating the Suns one twenty three to ninety, and this oh my god, this one hurt. <laughs> I needed Phoenix to win this game seven bad. I, I can't even tell you how convinced I was that Phoenix was going to win this game going in. Oh, it's, I'm, I'm sure it's like, I'm sure it's like me with any any playoff game the Warriors play. Like oh, they're they're going to win, right? It just didn't seem like. Because the the home team had won every game coming in the, in this game seven in the series, it just didn't seem like that was going to mm. change by any stretch of the imagination. Every home team won the game in in that cool. series. The, the home team won every game in that series. So like the Mavs won all three ga- their games at home, and then the Suns had won the first three of their games at home. Oh, okay. I was going into game uh, seven. Okay, I was going to say the Mavs won the game in Phoenix though. But yeah, okay. yeah, I see what yeah. you mean. Coming into that game, yeah. So I had no reason to believe that that was going to change, but. He sure did. <laughs> Dallas had a 30-point lead at half. I, I think Luke, they scored 27. I think Luka had the same amount of points as the or as the Suns did as a team by half. I think you're right, yeah. They yeah. led by as much as 46. Talk about Grizzlies Warriors. It's kind of the same thing. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. No kidding. Doncic had 35. Smith, to me, was the MVP of the game. He had 30. Big-time production. Coming off, as a, coming off as a the bench. Player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dallas 57% from the field, Phoenix 38%. Ouch. Yeah. Devin Booker 11 points in 37 minutes. Big ouch. Chris Paul, I don't even. Both those guys, I, that, those are the most telling numbers. 11 points in 37 minutes for Booker and 10 points in 31 minutes for Paul, and only four assists for him as well. This, you know, this reminds me of the way the Suns played in the last few games of this series was when. Charles Barkley and all those guys in Space Jam got the powers taken away from the aliens. <laughs> I can't. I, I I don't know how to explain this. I mean, you know, kudos and shout out to the Mavericks. They deserve everything that they get. Right. What the hell happened to the Phoenix Suns? I, I don't. I really don't get it. I mean, it, it's so funny too because I think Chris Paul turned thirty-seven after Game Two, <laughs> and think? then the Suns proceeded to lose four of the next five games. <laughs> you think Father Time is? currently undefeated for for chris paul it's catching it's catching him jeez i really think and, and there's been a lot of talk on because i was watching you know espn a lot yesterday and put a lot of talk about how this team needs to be blown up and I'm like that seems a little crazy but i do believe that if chris paul is going to stay there that his minutes need to be dialed back in the regular season and really in the postseason as well I mean, he can't be playing 35-plus minutes every game anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad point. I think, you know, they'd be more inclined to getting rid of his minutes in the regular season. Exactly. Because the playoffs mean more. Yeah. It's not a bad call. Yeah, I I think, I mean, you saw Popovich do that with all his star players. I mean, Mm -hmm. Tony Parker and Manu, they would would play 30 minutes max, even in big games. Because, I mean, granted, they had a good bench. But Phoenix does have a, a really deep team as well. So I think you'd be able to do that. Luka Doncic, man, that boy. He's nice. He is nice. You know what's funny, though, about him is I don't really feel like he I – mean, obviously, he's very valuable, but I don't feel like he's the difference maker for Dallas. When they win games, it's usually because somebody else provides something that you wouldn't expect. 
you know, explain like what did what he did. Exactly. Or we've seen it from Brunson, who's actually become a pretty good damn good player. And also um, like Finney Smith had a huge game, I think, in game four. Yeah. So, yeah. so going to our semi semifinal predictions, you out, you outdid me again. You had Heat and six and Warriors and six. Kudos. I wanted to I wanted to brag, but after the Suns lost Game Six, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll pump the brakes. <laughs> I mean, I thought I thought you were going to clean sweep me because you had Bucks and seven. That was in play. Yeah, that was in play as well. Heat and six, you got Suns and six was in play, mm-hmm. and then Warriors and six. I mean, I thought I was going to be like, man, I'm not looking <laughs> forward to the next podcast among. Give it to me, <laughs> but I did get Celtics and seven, and I am proud of that. Damn it. Tip of the cap, my friend. Tip of the cap. So overall, you have one, two, three, four, five, and I only have three. All right. All I'm right. okay with that. You okay only, with oh, that. yeah. You, okay. I was thinking you got more than two in the first round, but yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I was close. It doesn't matter how close I was because I didn't yeah. get them, but I got two, then you have three. Right now, we're at five, three. Okay. That's where, that's where you got me on. <laughs> so uh, we got conference finals going on right now. Yes, we do. We've mentioned. Uh, yes, we do. Celtics just reached halftime right now. It is 62-54 Celtics. Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum with 21 and a half. Not bad. Nice, nice, nice. And five dimes. He's a he's been he's a good. He's 24. It's sick. Looney's only 26. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm listening to KMBR right now. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, I think we mentioned this, but Al Horford and Marcus Smart both out tonight. Robert Williams is back though, and uh, Celtics are looking pretty good. Uh, we did our predictions before the show, we did so it's on paper. We, I made sure it's on paper. No, we're not. Uh, you go first on this series. Um, on this series, I'm going Celtics seven, Celtics and seven. I have the Celtics going in six, I think they're gonna finish it off at home in game six. I'm going back to back seven, so I'm feeling good about it. All right, all right. And we also have the Warriors hosting the Mavericks for game one tomorrow. Um, who do you got winning that series, my friend? I got the Warriors in five, and I almost said four. Right. <laughs> I swear, I swear to God. I, th- I think it's going to be easy work for the Warriors. This is not even going to be close. And I could be I, way wrong, but my heart tells me it's not even going to be close. Especially we'll the way, especially way that you're talking about the white James Harden over here, Luka Doncic. <laughs> there's, no, there's no way. I'm going to tell the people right now, you're picking the Warriors in seven. You don't, you don't even believe that. You know what? If if the Warriors were hosting Game Six at home, I would say six. But they're going to have Game Five at home. I just don't see them winning it in five. I think you're not giving the Mavs enough credit. I know they're not sexy on paper because it's Luca. It feels like Luca and everybody else. It's the Luca show. It is the Luca show. But I think the the Mavericks are actually one of the best defensive teams in in basketball, and that's a big reason why they're here. And I think uh, they're going to give the Warriors some fits. Uh, you're, you're 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 trying to be humble. Warriors I am seven. trying to be a little bit humble. I know you. I don't believe this. I, I think I, it. I, we'll see. We'll see. I like, want to. I want to say four so bad, but I did not want to sound like a complete ass on this show. <laughs> so I'm going five. I was going to say it's going to be either five or seven, and I went. I was. I went. You know, like you said, I went a little bit humble, and I went game seven. Mm. God, I am so tired of seeing the Warriors go deep in the playoffs. <laughs> you're, 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 you're telling you're telling me you're telling me I have to see the Warriors go to the finals for the sixth time since 2015. That's gross. It's sick. It who, do they, ha- who do they think they are? The Bulls? <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. Come on, bro. Come on. Come on. Uh, I love having fun with you. 
I'm, I'm being dead ass serious. They're, they're going to go to the finals. <laughs> they're going to the finals, and you're going to do some reposting of me laughing at you hard for the win championship, which I deserve. Which I, I, I watched that the other day, and I was like, "Oh, this is so glorious." I know, I know, it's not. We haven't reached that point yet, but it's just you got to Yeah, you got to win eight more for that one. You got to win eight yeah. more games. You also gave me shit for the Warriors reaching this point, which they have. So I can at least I gloat. I, I, I can gloat a little bit. I did. No, you definitely can't. You still got eight more to go, though, for the big one. You're right. And this is and this is going to surpass anything you've ever said on this show. This is going to surpass the Heat going <laughs> to the finals when you predicted them going. What, that was a pretty first, good one too. Huh? First round of last year, you said that or two uh, years ago. Two years ago, yeah. Which was pretty good, but this one by far has got to be your creme de la creme if they do win the whole thing. It, it makes it even better. Like obviously, like I said, we haven't reached that point yet, but because it's my team, <laughs> no, it's got to feel great. No. It's got to be fantastic. <laughs> uh, so we did forget to do, or I forgot. You weren't here. I forgot to mention our contender rankings last week. Oops. Um, but we're going to skip that now because we are down to four teams. But uh, who do you think is the favorite to win the championship right now, Gage? Um, like you just got you got to pick all, one. It could be you could be splitting all, hairs. I mean, but. All bias aside, just because my feelings about the Warriors and seeing them do what they have done, I think I'm going to say the Celtics are the, I'm, I'm going to say the slight favorite. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think the Celtics should be the favorite. Obviously, they got to get through their injuries and get by the Heat, who are not a a tough or are a very tough team, by the way. Um, but yes, I'm with you. Celtics should be the favorite right now. But but given given the Warriors' luck, they'll be injured for the finals too, and the Warriors will win with ease, like <laughs> every other finals they've ever had. So, I think one thing about the Warriors is they actually, as good as a defensive team as they are. I think the other three teams that are in this playoffs might be better than them. Maybe not Dallas, but Miami and Boston, they have to face them. That's going to be a really tough test. You know, it's funny is I was texting Scott, uh, like, you know, late last week. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so the Warriors and Heat, that's like your wet dream matchup, right? <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like, bro, you're going you're gonna to jinx it. Stop. <laughs> I'm not rooting for the Warriors to go to the finals, but maybe for Scott Erickson. Warriors Heat would be kind of fun just for him. That would be pretty cool. Do you also do you see Stephen A with this white coat on? I do. Do you see Jalen with the with the fro too? You see him button all the way up too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like how we're just perfectly on page right now. What is yeah, Jalen saying? Read his lips. Uh, no, I got I got a beat right now. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I like Jalen Rose too. I was watching Jalen Jacoby a couple days ago. Did you ever watch that show? I do every now and then. Well, I I tune into like the the clips they put on ESPN or whatever. Yeah, because I know I don't think that's the full show that they put on there. But yeah, no, they they have like their full half hour, maybe hour. They have an hour now on ESPN, but it's yeah. cool. I like it. Yeah, it's got, yeah. A good, got, got a good vibe to it. Yeah, it's kind of something that I hope we can get to. <laughs> ESPN, come on. Yeah, yeah. On to NFL news. Tom Brady is joining Fox as a lead NFL analyst when he retires. Oh. Ten, 10 years, $375 million. Bro, it's ridiculous. God damn. That's quarterback I, money. <laughs> I, I know he's pretty, but Jesus. A lot of money. Watch him suck. No, I was going to say, I mean, it's not even a guarantee that he's going to be good on this. I know, right? Like, watch him be just absolutely terrible. He could be like Drew Brees and be like, you know what, I'm out. Yeah. I don't like this. Right. But given Tom Brady the way he is, the kind of worker he is, 
he's gonna probably gonna be great at it. He'll probably be fine. I mean, he's gonna give some insight that no one else can give. I mean, obviously, we. I don't know. I I think you like Tony Romo. I think he's pretty damn good. I think he's good. I, I yeah. like Col- I like Collinsworth too. I think some people yeah. talk bad about Collinsworth. But I think he's cool. Collinsworth is fine. I think it's just the way he talks. I think that people don't like. But yeah. Mm-hmm. And but, also, and also with. I mean, you could say Al Michaels kind of holds a lot of load, but I mean, Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels are classic at this point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We've been doing it for a long time. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I mean, the money to me is unreal because for one, he doesn't need it. But I wonder if, like, I kind of wonder what he asked for when they when they brought it to the table. Like, was he asking yeah. for five hundred million dollars? <laughs> Yeah, like who? Like, was it the agent for Brady that was like, "Hey, we need more," or they're like, "You know, we're giving this to you up front, or you know, whenever you need it, whenever you want it, you have yeah. it." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." Except yeah, I, I forget how much Troy Aikman ha- has with that new ESPN deal, but sure. I don't think it's I don't think it's this. It's not this, but it's he's making pretty good money. I'm pretty sure, but yeah, it's not this. Yeah, I'm also I think I also just drank water for the first time on this podcast. Can you believe that? <laughs> Boo! I'm, I mean, I'm drinking water right now. I guess. Miller High Life. <laughs> what is this? No, like? I'm, uh, I'm drinking actual water out of my hydro flask. It's different. like 95% water. <laughs> also, Drew Brees is considering coming out of retirement. <laughs> this is because of the Jarvis Landry news. It you has to be. You can't convince me otherwise. Like he, he's drooling over the fact that he could have Michael Thomas on one side and Jarvis Landry on the other. Because we were, be. were we just talking about the Saints quarterback room? And how yep. it's Ian Book, um, <laughs> Jameis, Jameis, and who's the other clown? Oh, I guess uh, it's Taysom it, Hill still count. Uh, exactly. So we don't even know who the last guy is. Yeah, he's like Trevor Simeon. Is he there still? Maybe I for, I forget, but it's a dumpster fire. Let's put it that I way. bet you the Saints are probably even calling Drew Brees and like, hey, listen, you know, reunion, come back. I'm sure you're feeling pretty good after taking a year off, right? Exactly. You know, the bones are probably feeling good. The muscles are nice. <laughs> it doesn't matter because they're still going to lose in the playoffs to the Niners somehow anyways. <laughs> I, I don't think him coming back would make them a true Super Bowl contender. They would, they would be good. They would they'd be, be, they'd be fake contenders. Yeah. They'd be, in, they'd be division winning contenders maybe, but I still would take the bucks over them. But still, yeah. People forgotten that Drew Brees – can't really throw it like 15 yards downfield. <laughs> no, I think I saw a tweet from uh, from Big Cat, and it said, "Wait, Drew Brees is thinking about coming out of retirement to play <laughs> in the NFL, like quarterback, where you have to throw the ball further than 10 yards." <laughs> God, those Barstool guys—they don't miss with tweets. I know they're pretty pretty spot someone, on. So someone's got to write for those guys. Right? Yeah, like, they can't just be. I mean, unless they got the job because they are that good. That's the yeah, no, that's a, that's a good point. Or they, or they, I mean, there's probably someone behind the scenes that's just throwing shit at them, and they're like, they come up with it together in some way, shape, or form. It wouldn't even surprise me if somebody, or Big Cat, or like you know Portnoy, had like someone had their own, they like had their Twitter account and just did things for them. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that that wouldn't shock me. Or they're like they they have something stupid they want to say, and they they send it to their their editor or whatever, and they're like. Make something out of this kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I yeah, I don't, I don't know if Drew Brees would be a game changer for them. I, I would I would not I, I would invite it because I think it would be hilarious, you know, for the dramatics, but mm-hmm. yeah. 
I bet you Fox wants this because they want more NFC. <laughs> right. More guys in the NFC doing well. Yeah. Yep. I wonder if he just, like you said, I wonder if he just realized, like, maybe this this uh, TV thing ain't for me. I'm just going to try and find a way out. <laughs> Life on the line. Would you say Tom Brady lasts the whole 10 years with Fox? Uh, I say I say no. I, I don't think so either. 10 years is a long time. I also don't think, like, it, like say this is his last year in the NFL. I don't think he starts the next year there. Because I think that it said whenever he's ready to after he retires. That, that's, how, that's how it is, yeah. yeah. Whenever he wants to stop playing football, it's like it's there. Right. And I could see him saying, you know, say he retires after next year, takes a year off from everything, and realize like, hey, maybe – I don't really want to do this. I'd, I'd rather just, you know, chill with my hot ass wife, and and also and Tom, back Tom, out of it. Tom Brady's a businessman. He's got to think back of his mind when he's playing this year and getting sacked. Like, wait, I got thirty seven, three hundred seventy five million dollars is sitting for me right, right. ten years when I don't got to take a hit for the rest of my life. Yeah, that's got to be in the back of your head somewhere. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Number so what time is it? It is Ooh, time for our last call, baby. Easy there, easy. It is last call. Is that is that coming in pretty clean? Yes, it was until you like held it. It's not like you held it down for a minute. I think I accidentally did, yeah. No, I forgot you can't just like hold it and have the ring go for a long time after that. So you kind of <laughs> just gotta it's not a button, it's a bell. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> exactly. God, I mean, I wish. I wish I had a shot to take with you right now, but I just don't. Shit. I do have actually liquor in my kitchen, but it's like, I think I saw it was like Captain Morgan, like Kraken. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, the best. Cool. I am cool. You want to you take a pull <laughs> of your wine? <laughs> I'll chug the beer. I'm not going to drink the rest of this wine. I just poured another glass. I'll take a sip with you, though. How about that? All right. All right. Cheers. Cheers. All right. There you go. So I have two things. Do you have anything? Uh, yes. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Yes. All right. So this is <clears throat> really not sports news by any means. But Oklahoma football, which we have a, a really good friend that we've tried to get on the show before. Hey, we could get, make... hey, we could get him on now like this. It's all, we, that's we, all could. we could. Hey, Holy. It's all, that's all I'm saying. We, the, the horizons have opened. Yes. The... Uh, Possibilities. The seas have parted. Endless. <laughs> like like Patrick Ewan said, the seas have parted. <laughs> so, Nick, I gotta ask you, how's the fucking new quarterback looking? We got this guy, this junior junior college quarterback by the name of General Booty has signed with Oklahoma football. General Booty, that is his real name, God given name, General and Booty. It, <laughs> and if I know Nick Warren, this man is gonna get a jersey as soon as possible. Yes. With, with the last name Booty on the back, you can't say no. <laughs> it's unreal. And his first name is General. Like, what? <laughs> the only thing the only thing that would be better for this General Booty is for his number to be 69. <laughs> That's it. Or 420. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. But, yes, 69 would be great. Yeah, if he was like a, a left tackle, number 69, General Booty. General oh, Booty. Nick, I'm begging you. Get a booty jersey, please. Have to. That'd be great. It's a must. It's a must. 
I just get how the fuck. I mean, the, the parents must have been fucking around, you know, on, on birthday and just said, yeah, oh, last name's Booty. Call him the general. Should we, uh, should we make an ISR shirt that looks like a Sooners jersey like, and put like general <laughs> and then booty on the back? <laughs> that would be pretty good. That would be nice. <laughs> if, if he's really good, then we might have to do it. Why do I feel like it's not possible for someone with a name like that to be good? I mean, shit, if he's, if he's going to have a name like that, he better back it up. Like, can you imagine? Oh, uh, national championship winning quarterback, General Booty. <laughs> I, I don't know. It just sounds a little too far-fetched for me. It does sound unrealistic. but It sounds a little, give, too, a little too good to be true. I'll give him a shot. I think he was the top-rated uh, JUCO quarterback, so we'll see. General Booty. I love that. Uh, one, of thing, one of the things I had for last call is something I wanted to mention last week when I was on the show. Seahawks rookie Kobe Bryant, spelled C-O-B-Y. Okay. He's gonna wear no, he's gonna wear number eight this year to honor the late great Kobe Bryant. Nice. Love that. What position does he play again? He plays, I think, corner or DB, I want to say. So, okay. somewhere on the somewhere on the defense, I'm pretty sure. Gotcha. That's cool. Yeah. RIP. Yeah. You know, Kobe Bryant. I always gotta mention him. One of the goats. One of the goats. What do you got? So, <clears throat> our boys, PSG. Unfortunate news. Yeah, I saw this. Yeah, they have pretty much conceded the fact that star Kylian Mbappe will be leaving this summer. And it sounds like he is heading to Real Madrid. You're welcome, Sal. Happy Merry the Christmas. The rich get richer. Right. Motherfucker. And Real Madrid will be playing in the Champions League final in a couple of weeks, which we'll be talking about probably next week uh, to preview preview that. But goddamn, we're losing our guy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, and it sounds like it's possible that the whole front line, meaning Messi and um, Neymar, may not be there next year either, which would be tough. But we'll see. So. So we happen to pick a really bad team. We happen to pick a really bad time to, oh, pick, bad time to, pick, a, to pick a team. Bad time to pick Let's put it that way. It's not gonna make it. You know, it's just gonna be the same as me rooting for any other of my sports teams. Yeah, D- disappointment. So, <laughs> thanks. I'm in it with you, though. Yeah, you are. For I'm life. in it with you. We're in it for life. Sorry, man. For life. We're gonna have to go to France one of these days. Yeah, one of these days. I would. Love, I would love to go to France. You kidding you me? Done. You done? Yeah, I need to get a passport. Do you have a passport? Nope. We'll go to Vegas overseas? first and then France after. Yeah, Vegas. You keep saying Vegas before 30 and it just sounds better every time you say it. Like, yeah, before 30, <laughs> man. We got to do it. I know. <laughs> 30 is creeping up. I hate to say that, but it is. I just turned 27. Pump the brakes. Hey, it's, it's yeah. creeping, though. It's creeping. I know. It's creeping. It's not, it's I not didn't say it's coming door. fast, but it's creeping. It's knocking on the door of a long hallway. Right, right. Like, I could hear it a little bit. Yeah. Dirty. <laughs> go see an F1 race? Dude, that would be the, a perfect excuse to go. F1 race on the strip? My goodness. I mean, sh- should we should we just plan for that now for like next year or two years from now? Cause I have be- it in my mind. I, I've been trying to float the idea to anyone that I think would be interested. So, yes, yeah. we're doing it. All right. Yeah, I would love to do that. It's not, I mean, it's, it's only a, what? 20 hour drive away 
We could try it at 20. It's not 20. It's probably like 10. Oh, I was going to say 15. It'd be nice, but okay. Yeah, no, it's probably like 10. I guess you got to go down and then cut over. I guess you, should. you can get to LA in like seven hours. I guess you, should, you could fly, huh? Yeah, we, could, we would probably fly, I'm thinking, unless we're really trying to save money. But I mean, just thinking about driving home from Vegas after that trip. <laughs> You'd have to do a day where you just just really chill didn't, by the pool. Didn't, didn't drink, didn't drink <laughs> exactly, or you know, like really drinks very just little, full on cleanse. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I was on Instagram a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. I stumbled upon Ricky Williams's Instagram. <laughs> Ricky Williams, obviously, former running back, uh, former running back for Texas, Heisman Trophy winner. Played for the Dolphins, Saints. He played for the Ravens at some point too. Maybe. Yeah, most known for Dolphins and Saints. And Saints, yeah. His his Instagram handle is just at Williams. <laughs> That's kind of dope. Is that is that really cool? <laughs> yeah. You like you, would, people, you know how people's last name Williams <clears throat> is there on Instagram? You would think the Williams F1 racing team would get that before him. <laughs> She, I didn't think about that. That's, <laughs> right. that's good because a good point. <laughs> his is his is straight up at Williams. That's amazing. That is right. Thank you. I'm jealous. I, I wish. I mean, I don't even think I... mine. I don't even think mine could be at Samoji. Someone else has that. You think so? Yes, yeah, so I think I think I've checked before. I'm gonna try to make mine at him. <laughs> no, you see on, on, on probably no, too on, short on Instagram. You you have to have it longer than unless you're like yeah. a celebrity. You have to have it longer than like five. Five I think letters. we tried that when we when we made this account. Made right. ISR. Right. Yeah. Like OBJ has three big that's because it's OBJ. Right. Like I think it's the make, same thing on Twitter too, right? I think I tried to make mine rage, but it was one taken and two is you know, it's two two small letters. Right. But shout out yeah. to Ricky Williams. William that's that's a clean Instagram handle. Williams. Just Williams. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Not even R Williams, just Williams. Just Williams. <laughs> yeah. That's great. <laughs> Post Malone, I just learned, is sponsored by Jägermeister. That's pretty dope. Which is something that, which is a liquor that we're both very, we, we both know. Acquainted with? Acquainted <laughs> with, thank you. Acquainted <laughs> with very well. Yeah. How many, how many Jägermeister do you think we drank it together? Together? R- roughly. I'm going to say at least 15. Wait, what? 15? Wait. One you, five? Think we, you think we drank in only 15 Jägermeister together? Well, together, yeah, I don't know. Maybe well, no, more. no, I mean, like, when I mean together, I mean, me, oh, combined, you, combined. Oh, then thirty. I'm saying like a, like fifty. I'll say fifty. I don't feel like. I mean, we we had a run where the Jager bombs were were going crazy, but yeah, maybe it's more. Maybe maybe together forty. I'm shocked you said only fifteen or twenty. That's shocking to me. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's like I don't even know anymore. Well, I was trying to think of like the amount of times we've done a Jager bomb together. Not like total. Okay, one on one is probably not a lot. I'll give you that. Yeah, but I'm counting like between know, us, between us at Rubicon and Dover, and maybe even at your mom's house. Maybe we did one at your mom's house. One time, <laughs> I, I know I've done plenty at downtown Joe's. Well, we've done many... we've done with Joe's too. Yeah, I don't know how many you've been there for, but I've done plenty. <laughs> I've, I know you've done more than I have at Joe's. But I've done a couple of you at Joe's. Totally. <laughs> we did one at Joe's with me, you, Devin, Candace, and Austin. Or what was that? St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, but we did Irish car bombs. Oh, we did car bombs. You're right. Fuck. Which is I'm still off. a great bomb. I'm off. Yes. It's arguably a better bomb. 
Yeah, different. Yeah, I like him. But what I'm getting at is Post Malone is sponsored by now both Bud Light and Jägermeister. Could you imagine? That's a pretty damn good combo. Could you imagine? <laughs> That's the, the, the dynamic duo. It's like, he probably than, does, it's like better than peanut butter and jelly. He probably does his Jaeger bombs with Bud Light rather than Red Bull. See, growing up, I thought Jaeger bombs was with beer, strictly. I thought so, too. I, I think when I first started, oh, really? Mm-hmm. I thought I, the first time I heard about Jaeger bombs, I thought they were with beer. Maybe it was when I start, first started drinking at bars or like me at Joe's because they were giving them with Red Bull. Yeah. And maybe that is a thing, and, but the American version or something is with Red Bull or something. I don't know. But yeah, I'm with you. Be, because with beer, you know, it's just it's a double whammy. You're drinking both kind of alcohols. It doesn't right. taste great. I mean, it tastes it, they taste really good with Red Bull. Don't get me wrong; I mean, they taste great. Way yeah. better better with Bud Light or any kind of light beer. We might have to do that soon. Yeah, let's do it for the hundredth <laughs> episode. <laughs> Shit, bring it back. Who's, hey. gonna no? Who's gonna say no? Not me. Not me. <laughs> Shit. I can think of someone that would say no, but I'm I'm gonna keep that quiet for now. Yes, you are. <laughs> Thank you. I can also name somebody else who's not gonna say no to that. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> right. One All last right. thing. I, one last thing I want to oh, say. Oh, we got one more. All right. Go, go, go. Sorry, sorry. I'm going for it. No, you're fine. I'm going to the Giants game on Sunday. Yeah, that's right. Hell yeah. Go yes. see the Padres, right? Yes. I by then should be clear of COVID. Even yeah. then, I'll probably still wear a mask around just to be safe, like I said, which is how I am. Yeah. Looking forward to it. And guess what? I am sitting club level for the first time Woo! in my life. Club level. Let's go. Shout out to my badass girlfriend, Devin Wallace, who got me club level seats. Got us club level seats for the Giants game. Good day seven. game. Good job. It's, go- it's going be- to be great. It's going to be a beautiful day. Sundays are, are pretty awesome at the park. I think we're taking the ferry. Nice. Can't wait. First game of the season for me. There you go. You're going to be the only you, one I, behind me. <laughs> I know you had season tickets for a while. But... <laughs> season tickets. <laughs> I'm going. Who, who asked me? Someone asked me that. I think, was it like Billy Cox? It might have been. Yeah, someone, yeah, someone like that. It might have I think been he Billy. was like, Tim, you guys got... You guys got... <laughs> <laughs> like no, you guys, you guys have season the, tickets. Thanks for the confidence booster. I mean, when you guys go to two games, like two of the first five games, yeah. <laughs> can you not ask that? Fair. And we were sitting pretty damn good seats both times. So I'm looking forward to it. I already am thinking about my outfit. I'm probably gonna wear, I'm wearing my black jersey for sure. There you I go. Ju- I just got that piece. I've only worn it for the Super Bowl. There you go. That's because I was rock- hoping Joe Burrow was going to pull out. Or pull, not pull out. But <laughs> I was going to pull it. There, yeah. what, am I, what am I trying to say? Pull. Pull it out? No. <laughs> trying to do it for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Pull it off? Pull it off. Thank you. You <laughs> waited that long out. to say that. Appreciate it. I mean, Appreciate I, I, it. I thought pull it out worked, but. It's, it's definitely going to be funnier. <laughs> what i'm here for right uh and that's all i got all right my friend well it was good uh doing this trial run i guess you could call it oh i think i think it was great it was way better than trial run but uh yeah yeah, this worked out um i think uh yeah we're gonna be having a big big episode number 100 next week you ready for that cannot wait it's gonna be fun um thank you all for listening I know you didn't watch because we didn't do a video, but uh, we'll be back with episode number 100 next week. Peace.